1: this show was part of our nine-year kind of funny day anniversary stream if you enjoy it get the kind of funny membership either on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or patreon.com slash kind of funny to get our shows ad free watch us live as we record them and get my daily exclusive show gregway
0: What's up everybody and welcome back to kind of munchies kind of funny's official food ranking and food munchin taste that show. I'm your host for today Roger Percorny and because Gary Witta had to go and scream at Sean Evans, we have to do a hot ones episode ourselves and we can't go to New York and become famous. So we're doing hot ones. I'm Roger Percorny and I'm joined today by Greg Miller. Hello, Greg Roger. Miller. You might know him as the guy that takes off his shirt and yells about PlayStation on the internet but I know him as my boss and the CEO of Kinda Funny. His WWE show, uh, This Is Awesome, is live on Peacock right now, Greg Miller. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me, Roger. It's an honor to be here. Oh my God! What gosh. did Gary do to Sean Evans?
0: He um, <laughs> on the last, uh, in the ramen spicy episode, he started screaming about the last dab not being hot enough. Gotcha. And then he did a one and said, "This is weak shit." Started screaming at him. It was a whole thing. Got and now it, Sean Evans it. called us said, no yeah. uh-uh, you guys got to do it yourself." That's so. my
1: favorite over my very long career because I'm very old. Yeah. The amount of people are always like, whenever Sean Evans is like, who should come on hot ones? And they're yeah. always like, Greg Miller, Greg Miller. I'm like, he has Jennifer Lawrence on this yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. The days of having Greg Miller on this show are long you gone. Had one season yeah yeah, yeah, that first season maybe i had a shot no longer yeah
0: absolutely (laughs) so greg how are you with spicy food
1: uh i've weakened in my old age you know i mean i think back in the day i had something to prove i would go out there and i would eat the super hot wings that was one of the things that you'd be all about or whatever my mouth is watering talking about that but uh now i do find myself where i'm like oof sweating and spicy garlic which is like my favorite buffalo wings are you Uh, hot sauce
0: on things are you like yes
1: but even then i would say like i've come down to where like now like cholula a lot you know that's my hot sauce to go to and i feel like that is just a good Flavor that's yeah. not hot. You know what I mean. It doesn't have that vinegar, vinegar bite to it. Yeah. Uh, like Sebasco's never been a problem for me or anything like that. But like when you get the people want to go out and get the ass kicker, ass blaster, what all these different weird. I'm like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm not Fran. Right Will you doing? do do that? No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, today we're gonna eat a bunch we're of in hot trouble. Links. We're in are, trouble. Are you excited? Are you nervous? I'm somewhere in the middle. Because yeah. I do watch Hot Ones and I go, all right, how bad could it actually be? Yeah. But now that I'm here and I am smelling it yeah. off of it, like you're like, mm, Not mm, a good let's smell. Let's see how no. we go. Let's not see how we go. Smell. Now, of course, you said beforehand, we tried to get to bomb and couldn't, right? Yes. Delays and Amazons and everything yes. else. Okay.
0: We do have the last app, though. We okay. do have the last app. But okay. It's not in the building right now. It is. Currently, I think Mike is taking care of it. He's making sure that no one touches it. little Ben over there. You say that, that. <laughs> I
1: look over and Mike's just housing pizza. He
0: might have lost it already. Um, but yeah, Greg, you ready to start? Yeah, sure. Cool. We're going to start with our first wing, which is sriracha. Oh, okay. So yeah, let's take a little bite.
2: Nice to have fresh
0: food on the show for once. Right, all right.
1: Yeah, so. Man, that mac and cheese haunting you, huh?
0: Yeah. Huh. Nightmares. Nightmares every time. Every time I see mac and cheese, it's over for me now. God, are you going to finish every wing?
1: Oh, yeah. There's nine wings. Who cares?
0: Every single wing. Yeah.
1: All right. Why are they weird?
0: Because they get hotter. They get hotter. It's the question of of the know. show.
1: All right, then let's see how it goes. I mean, Well, <laughs> like, you know how much chicken wings define me. Yeah. I feel like that'd be an insult to the chicken not to finish it. That's a waste.
0: Well, that's a great transition to our first question, because I think you might have the most consistent social media bio that I've ever seen. Thank you. I was born to eat chicken wings and play video games. And usually you say, I, I do, I do those both in the name in of the IGN and then kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. In WWE now. Mm-hmm. As we sit in front of 10 scorching hot wings, explain to me why chicken wings are so important to you.
1: Oh, wow. What a great question, Raji. Um, I think that they are a fun food. I feel like, it, again, to tell you how old I am, I was there when, like, you couldn't get chicken wings in a normal restaurant. Like, it was a big deal. And so I think for me, really, they became a social food. It was that I went to college where wings were starting to take off, right, in a college town. They probably were big there, too. And I'll never be coming back that first summer. And it was that, that weird thing where you're back from college. You're all 19, but you're not 21. Yeah. And you're adults when you're not at home. But now you're back home living in your, your baby, your, your, you know, your, the room you grew up in. And what me and my friends always struggled with was, cool. Everybody would end up at our house to play video, my my house to play video games, right? And in the weekends, that would turn into backyard wrestling and doing whatever, blah, blah. But there would be these nights where we're playing NCAA football until two in the morning, and even then, it's like me and Poe are playing it, and there's a bunch of hangers on hanging out, talking about doing whatever, and you'd get that thing of like. What do, I want to get out of the house. And I remember back in the day, like in high school, all that was open was Krispy Kreme. Yeah. So you'd go get a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts just to be in the car, to be on the road, to get whatever, come back. So we came back that first summer and it was like, guys, I don't know if you've ever had wings like just by themselves. Like they're fucking awesome. Like this is a thing we could do. And I remember us going to Lone Star Steakhouse, okay. which was like the competitor with Outback yeah. and I think is now dead. Like they were the only people I could really find that were selling like wings. So me and my... Clown-ass, you know, between freshman, high, sophomore, uh, uh college friends would sh- roll into Lone Star and order up, you know. Yeah. Each of us gets two appetizers of wings, and that's all we would do. Are these right? hot
0: wings or these just... Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, it's the one flavor they had, which was hot, and I'll never yeah. forget it. Poe got... I think Poe's still watching right now with his son. Poe got it, smelled it, and he goes, if it smells like somebody threw up on him, you know they're going to be good, because yeah. they had that acid, that acid, that bite to them. Yeah. And like that... So there was that through line that I really think... I got to college and found a place that celebrated wings. I got to college and found a group in the antlers that was like so much my group of friends back home, but here and already established in new restaurants and bars and stuff like that. And so it just became a get a bunch of wings and a pizza and you know, drink way too much beer and play caps or whatever. And it became a social food that I think was one thing for so long of Buffalo wings. And then to ride that wave of wings becoming everywhere and becoming so many things to different people like it's a social event on top of just being a dinner right going out for wings was a guy date right or whatever it was for your group of friends
0: yeah and now going out with friends and then making them at home how did that transition were you always kind of making wings trying to find that high of like what's the best wing recipe i can make at home since they were kind of hard to find at a certain point
1: no what really happened was i you know ate my way through college right and like was quite large and then getting here to San Francisco after college and after a little bit of time at the Tribune it became that thing of like the I am eating too much fried food you start to get a little bit older and it's like I am going downstairs from my apartment building to this uh, bar restaurant across the street and ordering two things of fried chicken for all intents and purposes three times a week and I'm like it basically was that I was like there has to be a healthier way to do this. And that's where I started learning about baking wings and doing that. And like, All right, let's eliminate the frying and the grease and the, you know, the smell that would take over your house if you did it that way. Yeah. And started experimenting that way. And, I, and honestly, it was the real gateway to what, I mean, we would call cooking with Greggy. I don't mean the show. I mean the hashtag. I mean me cooking for myself. Where I was like, oh, this is fun. And to your point, oh, now I'm experimenting. Now I am doing these different things or trying a different sauce. Yeah. And it's something I still iterate to this day as you just saw. I, I grilled these wings, right? Which is my new preferred method. Are you still so trying years. to
0: find the perfect wing to make at home? Or do you think you've just settled in always trying new different things?
1: I think I just go through phases where I just, I haven't done the, you know, like the uh, the video of Cooking with Greg e., right? Or the first one I ever did, which was the egg wash through the breadcrumbs and all that. I haven't done that recipe in years at this point now. But there's still like... The wild hair where I will want to do it that way or go off that way. But like nowadays, I think it's more about the sauce. It's more about the seasoning. It's more about the crisp.
0: Okay. Well, are you ready for the next?
1: Yes. Which one is this? Okay.
0: So we are, ooh, this is, I believe, the cayenne pepper. This was actually sent to us for- uh, Outlander uh, or Outriders? uh, No, uh, not Outriders. uh, Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah. So we got those. uh, Yeah. So this is, let's have this. Okay. It's the veteran cayenne pepper hot sauce is the name of it.
2: About the same, I feel like? Yeah, not
1: bad. A little bit more of a, than sriracha, yeah. I think. Yeah, a little bit. Eat the whole wing, Rod.
0: I might eat these whole wings. My my tummy's gonna hurt, and I'm just gonna throw up projectile vomit right into the screen. I mean, that's views. That, that's kind of what they want. Fuck. Maybe yeah, exactly. I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe that's how, do you the get the that's how you get those one.
1: Patreon memberships.
0: <laughs> uh, Greg, so you've been working in the gaming industry through multiple console console launches, uh, trends going up and down. But weirdly, other than the pandemic, one thing that has stayed the same is publishers spending a lot of fucking money on dumb events and press kits sure what are some of the stupidest most lavish events or press kits that you have seen in your time as being a video game journalist and someone in the media
1: sure um so i think there's two there right i'll go stupidest before lavish okay stupidest um as you know to this day the you got bought off to do this review you got paid off yada yada it's still a goofy ass thing people throw at you right and that was even louder back in the day, I feel, right? And so Dante's Inferno came around. Uh, if you remember Dante's Inferno, it's the video game version of it. Really good, actually. I really enjoyed that. It, it was a knockoff God of War. But at the time, I didn't like God of War's story or who Kratos was. So I actually way more appreciated this of Dante going through the seven layers of hell, right, to yeah. get to his beloved Beatrice. Anyways, in the build up to that, it was an EA game ea's pr was like what we're gonna do is do seven different m- m- press kit gifts whatever you want to call them and they'll all be based around the seven deadly sins and so gluttony came and it was like a sheet cake as big as a surfboard it came to ig and just this gigantic sheet cake for gluttony You're like oh, okay whatever goofy um i'm trying to think if there was one more before the bad thing happened or not but it was something like that i, I maybe for like um I, mean, I, I vaguely remember it's some fake severed limbs. I forget which one yeah. that would have been. Maybe you know, uh, not like greed. Maybe greed. Maybe. What was, no, no, greed is the one, the bad one. Doesn't matter. You see where I'm going with this? A bunch of dumb chefs showed up for seven days, but like on day two or three, it was greed. And what it was is that Chris Roper, who was I guess the reviewer on the game, got a wooden box, opened it up, and there was a note inside. And also, along with the note, was a check, an actual check made out to Chris Roper from EA. And I for I want to say maybe it was a hundred dollars, maybe it was a thousand. I don't remember, but yeah. it doesn't. That really doesn't matter for the story. The note was, "Greed is this one, so you can either cash the check and take the money, or tell us you turn it down and we'll give it to a charity or whatever." And it was like a full stop. IGN put up an article of like, "This just happened. We're telling them no more gifts for this game. We're not. We tore up the check. We don't give a shit or what's yeah. happening." Blah blah blah. But it was like such a tone deaf, and like. That's the struggle of our industry in a lot of different ways. Obviously, it's gotten way better, but even you right now, person listening, I don't have any of the tally lights on. I don't know which camera I'm pointing at. Uh, listening or watching, know the industry so much better than a PR person who wouldn't consume content. And there are a lot of PR people and in, in marketing people that consume content, and I, it's always awesome. They consume a lot of ours, and I, I think that's amazing. But... There's that possibility that the PR people didn't know that this is a thing and this is it just seems like a good idea. And like, yeah. I can imagine being in a boardroom kicking around ideas for the seven deadly sins. You come up with this thing and you don't, no one's in there like, no, this is an actual problem for games journalists, reviewers, right? That they get this. So this would be a stupid thing to do. It was totally stupid. It was like, there was, God, fuck. I don't want to name names because I'm afraid I'll screw it up. I want to say the true crime game. This okay. isn't as stupid as much as like, this reminds me of a kind of funny thing we would do. Yeah. They sent out a press kit for I think a true crime game, but you can correct me. I'm sure Gersman has a story up about it somewhere. But they sent out brass knuckles, and everybody's like, "This is amazing!" And then somebody was like, <laughs> "Hit them up!" Like brass knuckles are illegal. Like you can't. They had a they had a right. They had a call like send them back. Send them back. We fucked up. We fucked up. Um, the most lavish one I always go to, and again, like I want to make very clear that I'm old, and that this industry has amazingly come so far. Right? You say dumb things, and yet to this day, it's fewer and far between and they definitely it is not apples to apples anymore right but you figure it's me i go to journalism school to write about video games then i go work in a newspaper and the story i was talking about the newspaper right is there was one time it's missouri i'm fat still well f- real fat you know what i mean i'm really fat now real <laughs> team fat like i said eating wings way too much right and i i was like oh this i'm going to some senator's conference at the new life center at missouri uh, mizzou right like it's walkable from the paper. I'll just do that. Totally forgetting it's a sweltering Missouri summer. I'm in a shirt and tie. I got there just drenched in sweat, destroyed from this, you know, few blocks of a walk or whatever. And I got there and like I checked in with the PR person or the senators or whatever. And uh, they had a table full of snacks and water for the people coming. I'm like, do you want a water? I'm like, oh my God, yes. Thank you so much. And I took the bottle of water and drank. And it was like halfway through. I'm like, Rrr. I turned to them I'm like I fucked up. I, you got to let me pay you for this water. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I just took a water from you. It's a conflict of interest, journalism ethics. You got to let me pay." And they're like, "There is no way we're letting you pay us for the fifty cents bottle of water. Don't worry about it." And I came back and told my editor, he's like, "You're fine. Don't be weird. It's it's totally fine. I appreciate it, but you're fine." I finished that job and I go to IGN, you know, blah blah blah, and like, in the first three months of IGN, Sierra, which of course no longer is around, but Sierra was getting ready to publish a game called Wet. Uh, that yeah. I, I think eventually gets picked up by Activision or whatever, and so they're like, "Okay, cool. Like, you're going to the event to cover. We're gonna send a bunch of people to the event because it's like their entire slate of games. You're I wasn't even covering wet on the break. It was kind of like a mini E3. Let's say there's ten games there, maybe fifteen. Okay, I'm um, on two of them, two garbage shovelware. One's like a Crimson Skies. I'm piloting a thing. Another is just another nonsense. What the fuck is this thing, right? And and I'm like, okay, and like all of a sudden I noticed that like. The VPs of IGN are also coming on this trip. They don't cover games. Why are they doing this? This is like all these people. Are, and again, there's like 15 games, but like maybe four or five editors, juniors are going down. And then these VPs, and I'm like, what the shit is going on? And then it was like, you get there. It was a three day event, maybe four. Maybe it was three nights, four days, three days, four nights. I can't remember. But we get there and it's in Palm Springs, it's at some resort we got there and people were like, oh, this resort has a reality show about it. And yeah, they're not filming right now, but it's, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And it was three days of drink your face off, pool parties at night, things, massages through the day, go take an ATV with all the same, blah, blah, blah. And it was that thing of like, I'm like, oh, my uh, boss's bosses are here because this is just a party. And like one of them I talked to, and again, like, I'm not trying to make it sound as nefarious as it might. It was like the good old boy days of games journalism, where it was. Yeah, we all the fucking PR people lavish you with all this stuff. And again, it doesn't affect your opinion of the games, but it's a free trip to a resort. So of course we all came down and it was like that for every one of the companies that was there. It was like their higher, higher ups of like wow. their party and drinking. Again, the higher, higher ups at this time aren't billionaire CEOs. They're fucking dudes who started this thing with their newsletters with their friends who are suddenly, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not as nefarious as it sounds, but like I didn't see my first game until like day two, day three. Wow. It was a 15 minute demo and I saw something else for 15 minutes and that was it. And so it was like, there was this weird, it's, it's a weird moment of like, this whole thing feels fucking bizarre and weird and icky. Right. But again, I'm with my boss's bosses and we're doing things. I'm drinking and yada. yada. And there was one morning I woke up just so fucking hungover, And it's like funny, but then also embarrassing, but it's like just all part of the story, right. Of like, you know, I was so hungover and then I was, I was almost, I think I was late to the one, the, the first demo or the second demo or whatever. And like, I had to throw up on my way and blah, 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 because I'm that hungover. And I remember at the time I told my ex-wife this story. And then I forget how, but she talked to my mom and mentioned it to my mom, similar thing or whatever. And then I talked to my mom and she's like, just be careful. Like, you know, I don't want you to treat this like college. And I'm like, Mom, I hear you, but this is the weirdest situation I've ever been in, where it's not like I went out and made a fool of myself. I was out with my boss's boss, who was feeding me the shots, who was also as drunk as I was. I'm like, I'm like, this is a very bizarre situation to be in. And I am lucky that I was talking about being the tip of the sword at IGN, where it's like, I was somebody who showed up and like, I want to do this my entire life. I got a journalism degree because of it. And everybody else was around. Like, I got there as the old IGN guard, the original IGN guard was burning out. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I know. I was at a bar and this guy had a game and he said, do you want to review it? And here I am 10 years or five years later. Right. So it was like the wave behind me has been like me. And then also that wave was dying out at that point where I have a few different things of like the born identity game where they followed me with a fucking camera and like gave me a tape. It was like all this ridiculously stupid stuff. But like those trips were kind of few and far between there at the end as well. Mm-hmm. I would say the other ones were the THQ wrestling events where it was, Come to fucking WrestleMania for three days, four days, and you're gonna see. And like what got interesting about it was that you see us start making content out of it in a way we would now do it, right? Where it was if you unleashed us for four days at a wrestling event and there was one thing for the game to cover, yeah, we'd be working with Woods, we'd be doing this, yada, yada, yada. That's where like me and Boson dressed up as uh backyard wrestlers trying to sell Crush Hour 2 we made a whole video about this, right? And we actually have like CM Punk in it and all these, like there's all these ridiculous things that happened because they started sending people, no offense to the old guard of games journalism or games press, but they started sending people like, no fuck this is what I don't, I don't want to get drunk and ride the dune buggy. I want to make fun shit to put on the internet for the audience.
0: Yeah, exactly. Wow ready
1: for the next one yeah sorry i'm gonna talk no. for like 20 <laughs> minutes at a time fill the remember, no this is great this fucking is great. fill the thermometer do the patreon thing <laughs> and the, the kind of funny membership uh what's the next one
0: this third one i believe is dirty dirty dicks peachy green hot pepper salsa
1: damn. all right cheers cheers mm. oh that's great this is really good yeah like sriracha sriracha everybody knows it yeah. the next one was a little bit hotter this one I don't have any heat from. I just have a nice sweet taste too.
0: Yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah, because I've I've been doing a lot of research with the kind with the uh, Scoville scale. What mm-hmm. a what a bullshit fucking metric. You know what I mean? You look it up, it's like ten thousand or fifty thousand. It's like, what does this mean? So I was going through all the things trying to figure out the equivalents or whatever. But this is just a good. Oh, God that's damn. just a good sauce. That's just a good sauce.
1: Um, I'm Greg Miller, and I love a dirty dick.
0: <laughs> You're in here first, everybody. Uh, so talking about the old guard and everything. Yeah. Moving around to my questions because you've talked a lot about look you, how- Look at
1: this, you know what I mean? New York saying, Blessings doing game journalism. This kid's doing game this journalism. This is food
0: journalism right there, everybody. <laughs> this is food journalism. Put me on the New York. The New York- the New, Put me on the New York! <laughs> Put me on the New York! <laughs> He ain't even from there. Isn't that crazy? is that fucked up? Uh, you've talked about how the old guard, when you came in, were kind of not interested with podcasting and sure. with video stuff. Yeah. And you were in the new, and all your new co- compatriots were excited to do it. Now that you are kind of a veteran in this industry, how do you kind of reconcile with the new things that are happening and trying to stay fresh so then you don't kind of burn out like the old guard? Oh, interesting.
1: So me personally. Yeah. Um. I think it's the fact that, much like at IGN, I was able to stay there for eight years, which is hilarious because that used to sound like a lot. And now you got Joshua Yale celebrating 10 years. Damon's got to be, we just did, it's our ninth. So then you do eight. So Damon's almost at 20, right? Max has been there nine years. Like the people have just put numbers on the board, but like my eight years used to be crazy. But the reason I was able to stay there so long is that IGN always evolved with me. When I was like, I want to go do this or I want to I want to be, you know, executive editor of PlayStation. OK, I, you know, we are on a path to make that happen. When the YouTube stuff started and Nick was like, you, I, I think Greg should host the show. And they're like, all right, cool. And then the way it all dominoes out for videos and podcasts and stuff like that. That's still kind of funny. That's still what we do. Right. I feel like, uh, you know, the funniest thing is when we have somebody who doesn't like us. And is in the comments or in the live chat or on my Twitter. And they're just like, blah, you know, and they're like, they don't like how we handle the subject matter. Uh, They just don't like that. We cover PlayStation. It's like all that stuff is so funny to me because it's impossible to try to be mainstream. Right. Like I can't, we can't sit here and be like, shit, how do we get more popular? What we have to do with every one of our decisions is how do we serve the audience better? and then foster the audience, and you hope the audience grows upon itself, and it has, knock on a wood, for nine years, right, of like, okay, cool, they tell their friends, they find their friends, they bring a friend to a panel or do a thing, and you, you snowball effect out of it, or we have those breakout moments of a Phil Spencer uh, interview on Xcast, right, where it's like, oh, these guys know their stuff, we should hang out with them. Um, that leads to us doing our own thing, but then still being able to go do whatever we want that thing to be. Hmm. Where it is that idea is, it, you know, it's, it, the is. Uh, old for you who's heard it a million times but it's weird when I tell somebody new the whole thing of like well I'm Greg Miller and I've wanted to write about video games since the fourth grade and it's like great you don't do that anymore and I'm like why but I do I I write slash talk but I didn't know back then you'd be talking you know what I mean like everything's been such a natural evolution upon itself that there isn't a I need to stay fresh I need to change this I need to do that all I can do is like I and this goes for anybody watching who wants to do this right I make content that I would want to enjoy. It's the reason why, like you know, I used to think it's so goofy that Pear listened to every IGN podcast and would talk to you about things you said. But now I find it with all you guys, right? That I listen to Next Gen or I w- I listen to XCast. The shows I'm not on, I listen to. I don't listen to stuff I'm on because I lived it. Whereas, like we are as a company making the kind con- of con- content I want. The amount of times I'll get in the car and be like, "Fuck, I want." the kind of funny podcast, but I'm on, I've been on it for three weeks. So it's not like I have an old, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I want that kind of camaraderie. I like paternity leave was so awesome for me of three months of just, Oh man, what do I want to hear from today of the team and the guys? And not, not to mention to give me the perspective of what the audience has. Right. Like the fact that every day is different here. The fact that every day, like without fail, every day I open that inbox and there's some amazing opportunity or something coming across the way. It's like, I can't believe we get to do this. I get to do this. Right. Like that's, what's kept it fresh. And I think for me, it's like obviously hiring young folks like you that come in and know something and, and have a vision and sit there and like, we see, you know, Tim and I talk about it when we have the rare occasion to catch up of like, oh, well, Roger's a student of the game. Roger's still watching, Tim will be like, Roger's watching content the way I used to watch content in 2015, right, before responsibilities in life and everything changes and does all these different things. So it's like the fact that I'd like to, I hope, I, I never want to speak for you guys, but like yeah. we bring in the team and I hope you feel that you have ownership in a, to a degree of kind of funny and where are we going, the, car, ch- the course we are charting, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's helpful then for like, oh, we should do it this way. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I love that I have nothing to do with this show. I was like, we well, let's <laughs> do it. And you're like, I'm going to do the thing. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Because yeah. like, I know it's going to be something cool.
0: No, yeah, that's something I, I very much appreciate about you because, you know, when I'm working with somebody like you, I was kind of nervous working in person with you, right? Because so really you're heroes. somebody you're somebody I have looked up to for yeah. so long, right? And you never want to meet your heroes, right? You never yeah. want them to be assholes. But the fact that you look at me and Mike and Barrett and everybody at this company and when it's like, Hey, I, I think we should do this. What do you guys think? And if, you know, Blessing like, ah, I don't know. You're like, usually like, okay, I think that's the right way to go about it. Let's go, let's try your way at the very Yeah, best.
1: right. There's so few things I think where if we've ever planted at our feet and been like, no, this is the way. Yeah. And I, You know, as, as leaders, I guess that could happen and will happen. But, yeah. but it's also like, it's the whole point of what we're doing and building here that it's meant to be collaborative. Yeah. I've said it from day one, right? Like, it, like if you want to dial back to January 5th, 2015 and imagine if Colin and I did it without Nick and Tim and it would have been down the barrel of a webcam at a card (laughs) table and it would have been fine and different and the content would have, but it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have turned into this and it would have turned into something on its own probably and kept going, but it also would have turned into me burning out and not being able to run the tech and that. you know what I mean? Like there's so many permutations of it that from the core of what we've been trying to build here, right is collaboration. It is making each other better and making the content better. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Ready for another wing. Yeah. This one is the Let me see if I can find it It is the Harissa hot sauce Pain is oh, good Harissa. Oh, Harissa Oh I like Harissa a lot I didn't expect uh, uh, the pain the the is pain good part is yeah. good part Let's try it out This one's a very thick hot sauce Woo Oh, fuck me <laughs> there, there it is That's good mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Not too bad, though Not too mm-hmm. bad, though mm-hmm. I'm not dying
1: I was. Scared. See, that's the right kind of kick of harissa. Yeah. Where I'm not like, yeah, it's not burning my face.
0: Yeah.
1: It's giving me the kick of, t- of flavor.
0: Well, Greg, you keep teaming me up for some perfect questions because <laughs> when you first left IGN, you were able to continue podcasting, doing videos, doing it independent. Yeah. But the one thing you left left behind quotation marks is writing. Sure. Do you ever feel? Like you want to get back into the writing game. Do you ever miss it? Do you have that itch for it? To, Cause you're a great writer. I love seeing when you go back to writing for either it's a Patreon thing or yeah. even if you have copy for me, I'm like, fuck, this is just so good. So like, do you ever, do you ever want
1: that more consistently? Oh man. I would say never say never. Um, but I don't miss it. Yeah, I don't sit there and go, man, I really wish I, I love this way more. Um, you know, I think the immediacy of video, the intimacy of this, right? Like there's an intimacy to reading, of course, because you have the voice in your head and yada, yada, yada. But I love being able to have a thought here, pivot to a different one, which is, I know not every cup of tea back to not being mainstream right And how fast I talk or whatever, but like being able to talk to the chat and be a part of that and have that instant feedback and go with that and permutate. I like, um, I don't see like, and again, never say never, where it would fit and those few times where I do volunteer to contribute to a book or contribute to a magazine. Cause it happens. that I'll do a column here. I'll do a side there. Inevitably I get to that point where I'm writing and I'm like, Ugh. and it's not that I don't like it. It's just you forget. Again, I always, you know, I've said it for years now, but like podcasting is a muscle, you know, you couldn't, if you want to do what we do, start doing it into your iPhone with your friends. Don't worry about the equipment. Everything you do is going to be garbage when you start. And I don't mean that as like, You're garbage. I mean, go listen to the original game scoops I'm on. I'm not good. You have to go and do it. And so when I jump back into these writing things that come my way, like when I did the thing for Newsweek about Trump or whatever, right? Like it comes those moments where it is like, oh, in the middle of like, oh, I haven't done this in a long time. Like I haven't had to make a written persuasive essay in a long time. It's what I, you know, really appreciate writing a script. I like writing a script because that's just me narrating in my head what I'm about to say and do, right? So it's way easier, I feel.
0: Edited podcasting, essentially.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? Where it's still putting the thoughts down, but I know I'm going to say them, so I'm writing in a very, okay, glib, short, I'm cutting myself off here and doing that because I know I want to do that. Whereas writing the article and doing it, like I kick around like, I would love, I think, to do kind of like fucking wwe rick flair shit of like let's come out of retirement and do one more review mm. and let's do it for something stupid yeah like i mean a game nobody cares about like go write another ign review i think that could be fun yeah. but even then i know i'd be in the middle of it like oh man like, is it good am i doing it is it right you know yeah. what i mean like
0: and did you have that when you were originally writing back no. in the day okay but
1: again that's because i feel like back in the day the writing was like how it is to podcast now where the right like the writing like people would like be so impressed with me is that i would like finish the game at home at night and then on my muni ride to work I'd ride it on my phone wow and I'd come in and throw it in and like granted I't have to go do all my typos or finish where I was going with it but I just found that to be, I'd pop on music and I would just I would tap it all out of my iPhone Holy and come shit. in with a draft of what I needed to do wow
0: and you and just know, feel like you can't do that anymore
1: I could but it would yeah. just be different and then it's like you question yourself and is this and like even back in the day like you know i don't, I don't I don't feel like I was ever told a lot you were a great writer. Like, the moments of those in J school, of somebody doing that or calling me out, are like, like in my memory. They're a big moment for me. I don't think... If you go watch the Mizzou video we did, it's kind of funny where me and Tim went and I gave away the computers in that journalism edited class. By edited by Roger. I don't think the story's in there, but I definitely... What the professor in that is Tom Warover, who's like a mentor of mine, who I went out for drinks with the night before. And like, the, when he called my my... Uh, my article about an um, article. It was a class assignment, but my article about a graffiti artist in school or in, in Columbia out in class, and was like, this is the best one anyone did in this thing. He's like, still a lot of problems. And we're going to go through and destroy <laughs> it. But like this, and I was like, whoa, like, yeah, holy IGN, shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And at IGN, like, I don't feel like I had a lot of those moments. Hilar- hilariously. One of the, one of the big moments for me came from Hillary Goldstein. I filed a review he read it. Hillary is always my favorite EIC. No offense to anybody else. But when Hil- Hillary took over, it was like, previews as we know them are dead. Every preview is an opinion piece now. Don't tell me how many levels there are. Tell me what it is. Tell me story that involved. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. And one of the things they were trying to pivot to with reviews were a different kind of style and, and that kind of vibe in there, right? And I filed a review draft for him. He read it and he's like, dude, this is exactly what Pear and I were talking about. Thank you so much. And I was like, thank you so much. And that was my Dead Space 2 review, which is the one that got torn apart on Reddit. It was on top of Reddit forever of just like, (laughs) it was literally did a middle schooler, write IGN's review of Dead Space 2. And it was like, I totally leaned in and did something that they, we weren't doing at IGN. And I was so in love with it. And they were in love with it. And then it was just like fucking destroyed. Whose verb tense doesn't match here or there. And it was probably, it probably was because, I was and I haven't gone back to reading in years. Yeah. I was writing the way I would podcast it. I was probably writing it as if it was a script or whatever. Yeah. And so that was like a very humbling, like, oh fuck, okay.
0: That's always heartbreaking. Yeah. Right. When you work when you work on something, everyone's like, this is amazing. And then yeah. everyone and then the, the audience does yeah. not like
1: yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. All
0: right. All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Cool. We are eating the Let me go through my notes. The Serrano basil one. I don't know the brand oh. on that one. I can't see. La Dita. The brand. Is it is it Yes, that one.
1: Yeah, this is Bravado Spice Company's Serrano Basil Whoa. Hot Sauce. Magic is real. We bottled it. Whoa. Cheers, son. We're really far away. But I guess they are on that show too, right?
0: Yeah, they're, pre- they're even farther away now. Have you seen that? They had two tables now because mm-hmm. of COVID. So then they do doubled the table and they just kept it like that. Like, you need to throw a wing at Tony Hawk in order to get him to eat it. Nothing either.
1: I don't even taste the sauce, period. It's, it's totally I put up. a bunch on here. I put a bunch on here. This isn't a criticism of you. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, um, I just know it's gonna get real bad. On the back, I guess I get some of the basil. Yeah. A little bit of the serrano. But yeah, I'm not getting I'm, it's way more basil forward. I this is gonna be an issue when we get to the back to the back half of this, right? We're gonna be, oh, we're chilling, we're
0: having a good time. It's all on the floor. So, Greg, you're a man who puts a lot of himself out there, whether Thank it's you. the good or the cancer. Oh yeah. How have you evolved in, uh, over the years in terms of boundaries and are keeping a part of yourself for yourself?
1: Another great question. Um, it's one I've never thought of, I guess. You know what I mean? These are great yeah. questions, Ratch. You do a Thank good you. job. Um, I don't know. That's one from the outside. I think, again, I would need the audience to tell me how I've evolved. I think sometimes I, I don't. I don't feel like I've changed. I still feel like I wear my heart on my sleeve. You're part of the show. Again, you know, the whole reason you're called kind of funny best friends is because on GameScoop, I used to tell you, if you listen to this show, you're closer to me than m- my real best friends. I don't talk to Poe every week. I don't talk to him multiple times a week, right? Yeah. <laughs> or my parents, like when we have a conversation, they don't understand video games. So they're not able to talk to me about the thing I have built my entire existence around other, li- other than like whatever, but it's all jargon to them, right? And so inevitably, a game scoop about a game would turn into my divorce or my cancer or whatever, right? And you get into it. I still feel like that happens. I feel maybe, maybe in the way social media has changed, right? In my own consumption of social media, mm-hmm. maybe I feel a bit more detached to the audience. I don't. I still think I'm putting as much of myself out there, but I think it's harder for me to get it back. If that makes sense. In the old days, you know, you want to talk about IGN, right? In writing, I used to blog every day on IGN, right? And there was, like, a crew of IGN blog kids. And I, I you know, I think the most publicly successful would be Britney, right? Britney uh, from What's Good was a huge IGN blog oh, really? kid. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. That oh, my was, gosh. It was Brit. It was Fozzie. It was Javi. It was all these kids on there that are all successful, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not trying. But, like, Britney's, like, publicly facing wow. that were, like, it, every day on there, it, when you'd go to a pack, they'd all be together. They'd do this thing, blah blah. Like again, when 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 the meet and greets were, me and Damon being like, we're gonna be at this bar, bring money because nothing's free. And like <laughs> ten kids showed up, right? Yeah. That would be that kind of thing. And so you knew that there was that one on one thing, blah, blah blah blah. And then I think is, you know, you go through and, and Twitter becomes the f- deal, right? And there's that aspect of it seeing the same names and having the same converse not the same conversations, having real conversations in there. Right. And as you know, beyond is people sending in photos of themselves God. and their stories. Beyond. Very good. Uh, and Scared then even me. kind How of we're <laughs> kind of funny gets going and it is January 5th. And you look in there and you see Zeiger and you see Andy and you see the, these names that stand out and like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. There was so many ways to follow up on that. Whereas now I feel like, I don't want to say kind of funny because it's not a kind of funny issue, but I would say the internet is so big. There's so many people consuming and not talking or talking in different places or whatever, blah, blah. And then the fact that like the climate and temperature of these places has changed, right? Like Twitter, I remember one of my favorite things in this is dating myself as well. When a young writer named Mitch Dyer was a freelancer long before he worked at IGN, long before he went and wrote a star Wars video game, he put up a feature uh, freelance that was like the top 10 people to follow in games. And I was on there and he was like, if you tweet at Greg Miller, you will get a response. It used to be like, dude, if you PSN messaged me, well, I'd come into yeah. IGN, I'd turn on my computer, I'd turn on my PS3 and I had a keyboard hooked to my PS3 and I'd respond to every PSN message. And that was just like the amount of volume of things I was getting was easy to respond to. Right. And then obviously as I grow at IGN and then into kind of funny and everything else, like and the internet grows it just became untenable that you couldn't do that, right? I mean, PSN messages, completely fucked with the party groups I'm added to all the time and I hate and I can't do anything with it, let alone Twitter being a thing, but then also like the fact that, you know, I hate to say it, but definitely with Twitter, we've lost the war. There was a war I used to say all the time that we got to fight the the darkness with the light. If you want the internet to be a better place, you got to go out there and you got to be the better person. You got to do the thing, da-da-da. And that I still feel is true, but Twitter, as it's fragmented into threads, into blue sky, into just being Elon Musk's fucking plaything, right, is so toxic. Where it just is that no matter what I put up, I'm going to get a whole bunch of hate, and then these weird automated bots trying to show me the body. So many. I do want to have a fun time (laughs) with your peach emoji. Um, And like, there's still people there, and I'll still occasionally catch the let's have a real thing, but the conversation there is dead. And not to mention that like, I... I mean, it's such a different place in my life where my free time is so limited and so valuable that I just can't do it. I can't go in there. Right. And it's the same thing of like, uh, you know, like Reddit, I walked away from as well. And I mean, Reddit as a whole, not just the kind of funny subreddit, but it's part of it as well. And there's stuff loaded in there of like, what is a Reddit person where all the subreddits I were, I was on, was just so negative. And I'm just like, I just don't. I don't want to spend the free time I have limited free time doing that. I want the positivity. It's one of the reasons, uh, you know, I have it on my list of podcast topics for when I get back to work here of like, I want to have a real conversation about what everybody's using. Cause like, I'm so in love with Instagram right now. And granted, it's because it's just my feed of friends and peers and whatever and, and celebrities that I like or whatever. But even the comments there are so supportive in what's going on. It feels like a much more, all right, cool. I'm I'm using Instagram for personal pleasure. I'm over on Twitter just for, and I did a Greg way about why we haven't, I haven't jumped to threads, right? Yeah. Where I'm like, Twitter is a work tool of like Games Daily is built off of what's happening on my For You page on Twitter because everybody's still there posting their stories and work that blah, blah. The mentions and stuff like that I feel like that's just a lost cause. Like that's yeah. nuked and there's no way to get that back, sadly. And so that's why on yesterday's Greg way on Patreon and well now YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, please fill in the thermometer by subbing to <laughs> the kind of funny membership. I did a whole thing of like, Hey, I want, I love doing Greg way cause it is me daily journaling and doing these things. But what do you want out of it? Give me some feedback on it and the, and the amount of stuff I got from, I want to serve that audience and I don't want it just to be throw away. Greg's driving to work stuff. I want that to be a, a better Avenue. for us yeah so yeah i know it was a rambling question i guess right i'm just like
0: it it evolves right it's evolved over the time for sure
1: yeah yeah Yeah, 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 no and
0: i think from you ask, from you have to ask the fans or whatever or or, or about where what your relationship has been but i feel like you not only and not step back you still wear your heart on your sleeve but it is a little bit more of like hey i'm not telling you everything about my life and all that jazz and And ben's a part of that right
1: where it's like you know jen and i made a choice when when he was born not like he was just on the stream today and i just put up a a, a, you know a thing but we still don't post his face on social media, right? Not because, oh, my God. Well, for a number of different reasons, but not like, we just want him to have a say in that. And so, on especially the kind of funny he comes out and he says, you know, happy birthday kind of funny. I want to put that out. But it's like, he deserves what his own profile and footprint is on that. And so, it's the same thing, too, of just like, again, as Twitter has changed, I don't feel Twitter is the place for me to go anymore and just be like, oh, the funniest thing just happened. Like, that's yeah. not what it is. I feel like that is threads, but I feel like, Threads is a bridge too far of when I do have those five minutes, I'm like Twitter, Instagram, uh, maybe a TikTok if I'm in yeah. the jovial. Like I have – I need a, just content to consume mood and then I bounce. Yeah. Whereas Threads is still people like very much kind of old school Twittering about it, but it's like I don't have time to go in there and make – I don't, I don't want to just throw the content everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was one of the big things you want to go all the way back to 2012 when I went to my first VidCon, and it is the one that started kind of funny because it was I came back from the VidCon like I want to make this wing show. I want to do this thing. Um, they were very clear. Of like, you can't, like, your Facebook audience is different than your Twitter audience is different than, like, I don't want to just throw all the same shit up. Like, on threads, yeah. I, I don't, unless I'm really proud of it or it's something different, go in there, and put every link to games daily and stuff. Yeah. DraftKings okay. Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Snowbike Mike's bills are a 9.5-point favorite against the Steelers, and Andy's Dallas Cowboys are a 7-point favorite against the Green Bay Packers. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code KINDAFUNNY. New customers can just bet 5 bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings sports book with the code kind of funny the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 NY or text Hope HOPENY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21+ plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code kind of funny ready for the next one yeah
0: so this is final three yes no four we'll sub the last step Ah, Mike is guarding it with his life right now I see it over there this is another one of the Warhammer (laughs) the Warhammer ones Uh, I believe it is Ghost
1: Pepper this is yeah Orgrin Ghost Pepper Orgrin he's a character I guess in Warhammer the big guy Okay. oh
0: fuck (laughs) gotta clean that up later
1: Ooh!
2: There now we we're getting it.
0: There we go. Shit!
1: Ah, oh, goddammit. it. Mhm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Ghost peppers. When they say we're not gonna play around anymore. Yeah. No. Because it's like I just swallowed it, and now the the throat's getting. Numb. Ooh.
0: Mhm. Ooh. Okay. Keep going. Um. Great. It feels like with a lot of people, their childhood and the things that they like inform them but it's kind of like a light informing you know what i mean like it's like oh maybe i like oh my god i would like this as a kid and now i like this thing isn't that crazy for you it feels How like are it's, you it feels like it's kind of like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm pushing through i'm pushing through it feels like your childhood has kind of become a bedrock for a lot of your career success sure. right wwe games journalist uh ghosting ghostbusters is there anything else on the list to make little greggy happy
1: where's my superman game
0: <sighs> yeah Ask the question. Worse. Ask the question to James.
1: It's getting way worse. the
0: that to James Gunn.
1: James said that? No, ask him. Ask James Gunn. James Gunn, where's my Superman game?
0: <sighs>
1: <sighs>
0: drink the milk. You have to. Can the we milk. do it? Are we are If good? you want, if you want, you know, what? let's wait until next round. Let's wait until next round. Before next round, we're gonna we're gonna drink some milk. Let's just let's just push through.
1: I drink the water already. I'm sorry. It's
0: fine. It's fine. Drink the water. drink the water.
1: Yeah, where's my Superman game, right? <clears throat> I joke around all the time that everybody lives in my universe you know my my reality because I have Ghostbusters movies March 29th what's up Ghostbusters Frozen Empire I get games I get toys obviously superheroes are bigger than ever so even a oh god damn (laughs) (laughs) A lot more. Two. Three.
0: Three. Three.
1: I thought we were cruising for a second there.
0: Yeah. You know, that's how the answers get real short. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want to write that game? Is that no. the dream? No, 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 no. You don't want any part of it? No. That's not the dream? No, no, no. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing about it, right? <sighs> Where for so many people, and, what I, and me too, I guess, what I do every day here at Kind of Funny is a dream job, and it is a dream job. Keep in mind that it never felt like um, it was a dream on my way to it. In the fourth grade, I said I wanted to do it. Parents said you could do it. Journalism is the way. Let's go. And we were off to the races for it. Then you look at <clears throat> WWE, right? Where it's like, it's a, not as I don't talk about it often because you never thought it would happen, right? But the fourth grade, I get that game pro going into the summer. In the beginning of the fourth grade, we did a time capsule that you open at the end of the year, and they we went on with a tape recorder, and it was every kid saying what they wanted to do for their job. And with the beginning of fourth grade, this isn't a joke or like, or a made up story. It got to me, and I said, "Pro wrestler." I said, "I wanted to be a pro wrestler, right?" And then by the end of it, I was like, "Well, I'm never going to work out." But then, the, and you figure out video games, I'm like, "Oh, that's way more what I'd rather do." And so, literally, that become that was a dream job. I never thought I would do that, right? And we, we, we backyard wrestle. And maybe you let your mind drift a bit of like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. You look at what I've done in my career and when I'd cut a promo, you'd go, oh man, this is so WWE, he'd be so good at that. You're like, oh, that's great that people are saying that. To actually get there then and have a show on Peacock, to be backstage, to be talked to as a peer, as a be on WWE.com as a superstar, right? Like To have people, oh, he actually is a WWE person. Like That's fucking crazy, right? And so when you talk about what I want to write the Superman game, the answer is no It's because it's the same way I don't want to write A Superman comic Like I You know Before Kind of Funny Became kinda, or Before my YouTube channel That would become Kind of Funny Became my thing I've talked about it Where I wrote the I started looking Into writing comic books Right And then that happened As a New Year's resolution While we've been at Kind of Funny And I did the thing With Gary Of writing the one Batman story Very good by the way Joker story Thanks so much um, All of those were fun And cool exercises And whatever But they're not my passion Like I'm so passionate about this, so passionate about making dumb videos here, uh, playing video games and telling people about it, talking to developers and bringing those developers to the spotlight and showing their cool shit. That's what I want to do. That's what I live to do. That is like, you know, it's funny talking to, I think it was Jan the other day, but maybe somebody else, maybe we're with other people, whatever lottery number was going around oh i do this and i quit my job and you know, i'm like if i won the lottery on friday i'd be kind of funny on monday like it's uh, i it would turn into content like i've thought about that video of like surprising my parents like at the house like what are you doing i'm like you're getting a million dollars or whatever the fuck yeah. it is right you know what i mean like that would still be a part of it but i live to do this there's that whole thing of like you know uh what is it work to live don't live to work like i live to work like i miss work when i'm gone and granted my work is shooting the shit with my best friends or playing games before anybody else gets them. It's not really whatever, but like, I love this. I love doing the WWE thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if this went away or whatever, like I I want to do more with WWE. Like, you know what I mean? I do I watch it. I'm like, I should be interviewing backstage. I should be a manager at ringside. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and if, you know, this, this is awesome. We'll ever go into that. Who knows? But it's like, they've, I've got a kick out of seeing my, WWE producers really have the investment in me pay off where it has been that thing of they crack the door and I fucking push it open of like, oh, I want to be on this show and that show. Like, well, we won't, you know, like, I mean, like, we're not going to fly. I'm like, I'll fly myself there. I don't care. Like, wow. put me on that thing, do that thing. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. make it happen to get those clips to do the thing to have the opportunity to do more. Yeah. That's and good. so, yeah, like, a Superman game or whatever. Like, I feel like I. I am one of those people who would wilt if it was like, cool, guys, I'm leaving. I'm going to W.E. Montreal to write the Superman game yeah. and to work on something for five, six years. Not be able to
0: say anything about it. People know you're
1: doing it or not know you're doing it. Yeah. yeah, No, I, I, the way we create here, like, m- you know, maybe a consultant thing where I pop in and say, okay. hey, what I think of it. But like, even then, it's like, nah, go make the thing. I like enjoying the things.
0: Put Greg in the WWE games. Agreed.
1: That's what Agreed. I mean. That's, That's what we need. What's your problem?
0: What we're doing. All right. Ready for the next wing?
1: I don't know if I am. <laughs> really? But I, I, mean, I mean, I'm in. I'm just saying. Yeah.
0: Let's do it. What I'm is ready. it? This is the yeah. You can read that one. Actually, That's the one. Only one I don't get. Fuck.
1: God that? fucking damn it. Torchbearer sauces Reaper Evil hot sauce. Oh, Carolina that's great. Reaper. Fuck. That's great. Accidentally healthy, intentionally delicious.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds good. Does it? That sounds normal. That sounds normal. Accidentally healthy.
2: Oh, fuck.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. There it is. Yep. Because chewing it, I was like, yeah. I might be getting away with this. I might be getting away with it. Yeah. And then you swallow it, and it's like a fire slug. Fire slug? <laughs> Imagine swallowing a fire yeah. slug, you know?
0: <sighs> okay.
1: Yeah. I don't like where we're going.
0: I don't like where we're going either. <sighs> All right.
1: Weren't we going to drink? Can we drink now? Milk? You wanna yeah, drink we We drink
0: some milk. I got to be honest. So the idea, I don't think Joey heard this. So yesterday I was like, hey, I'm going to say, Greg, if you he's really, really dying and he wants milk, I'm going to say, we'll do it next round. And then Joey was going to come in and interrupt us and talk about the
1: Kind of Funny membership. I don't think she heard that. So you, you got one you got for free. In you your know? face, Joey. You know?
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: I mean, I can talk about the Kind of Funny membership if you want. Patreon.com. Oh, you yeah, saw the door, right? Now. I was trying to drag, drag it out for you. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Using the Hopeless mugs. Yeah.
0: Someone's in the chat, the poops are going to burn. Let me tell you what, my poops are already burning. So it's going to be just additive. Just additive. the Crohn's. No, it's because I ate a burrito last night. Real spicy burrito. Big issue. Oh, shit. Did you order it spicy or just come too spicy?
2: No, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of uh, both. A
0: little bit of both,
2: All right. Greg,
0: you, your hosting career has brought you to so many places. Hosting E3, San Diego Comic-Con, Hall H panels, your own WWE show, and of course, the official Lip Sync Battle (laughs) (laughs) pre-show. Do you ever get nervous anymore? And when was the last time you were really nervous to host or do something on camera?
1: A great question. And a hot one. (laughs) And a hot question. There's a hot one. Fucking hell. Because it like marinated in the yeah. and the fire slug and that's the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it's and- my lips. My mm-hmm. lips are an issue?
2: Yeah.
1: <sighs> um, no. I don't get nervous to host anymore. Wow. Um I have a bunch of stories on that <laughs> degree. <sighs> <sighs> so no. Um, and again, I think it's the muscle that you flex and you do. Like, this is what I do. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, the, like, one of the moments where I realized I was different and, like, the muscle thing was a thing. Not me, I guess, but my, pos- my profession was different. Holy fuck, dude. Was when we were at Momocon one year. And I was hosting uh, the Last of Us panel with Troy and Ashley. And we were backstage. And Ashley... Star of stage and screen, big time actress, Ellie, uh, Growing Pains, everything else. Uh, that one show I forget. Doesn't matter. Ash- Ashley, an actual celebrity, was pacing back and forth, and I was just there. Like, Aren't you nervous? I'm like, no. It's Momocon. She's like, there's 7,000 people. I'm like, well, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa. It'll be fun. It'll be fine. Like, what are we- We're going out there to podcast, right? we you the- always like that. Oh no! Yeah, no, that all comes with time. It yeah. all comes with a thing. You know, I mean, I remember being nervous about things. The last times I've been nervous, I have I can name them. Going to the last real one in terms of a hosting thing was um, up at noon, and it was when I had Chris Jericho on. Chris Jericho, my favorite wrestler, August 9th, nineteen ninety nine, changed my life. Chris Jericho, full disclosure, has a whole bunch of shitty allegations out about him right now that are breaking. This is oh Jesus! Before then. Obviously, I don't support assholes. Don't get me wrong, but give me the bandwidth for the story, right? But up at news happening, this is like uh, 2013, maybe. Um, and we've had all manner of people through for that show, you know, celebrities and whatnots and blah, blah, blah. And I remember walking, I got the call at my desk that he was there. And I remember walking, and if you remember, <laughs> Barrett if you remember the old IGN office and how we had the signature wall there, right? And so it was desk's signature wall and then where reception was at that time. I'm walking and I remember crossing to the signature wall and being like, oh my God, my heart's pounding. I'm like, oh my God, I'm nervous to meet him. And I, I remember going, I haven't been nervous in forever. And I rounded the corner and me, that was fine. It was great. And the show was great. I remember that because it hadn't happened in so long. And then I remember not being nervous until... This is different, but similar. I just did, like literally just did, like right before uh, break, right? The Diablo podcast for Pure Diablo. And I was nervous for that show because it's a show that, number one, I consume and I like a lot, but I've been on a lot of my friends' shows that I like and consume. Number two, the fact of, oh my God, are they going to accept me, right? Like I'm Greg Miller and I talk about a million different video games, right? Like I'm usually the top of my game I know uh, for a review or a preview right I know more than the listener usually because the game's brand new and I've had the chance to do it going on a show about Diablo when at the time I played a lot over the break but like I put like 70 hours in or whatever right like that's jack shit to a Diablo fan yeah. right like and I'm not running endgame and I'm not you know I don't have a 100 a level 100 hardcore care you know what I mean like there was the nerves of like am I going to be able to deliver on this show or, or are they going to think like it's got you know He's a fucking noob, right? And they were great and they, they were as great as they are, and that's why I listened to them, and it was a great conversation, a great show, and the audience seemed great about it too. But it was just that fear of like, oh man, I don't want to piss off Diablo fans, right? Like I don't want I don't want them to think that I'm coming in and I'm the I'm the fucking shit. Look at my level fifty yeah, 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 six <laughs> normal yeah. eternal realm character, right? Like yeah. and it was great and it was fine. But that was that, right? Yeah. And so back to your question of like, was I ever nervous? Sure. But I think it's just it's the same thing of it all comes with at bats. And then I think it's also, you know, it's funny watching uh Ben grow up and start to do things and you know, like we'll go and he's like doing like soccer graduation or whatever and he's playing with all star kids. And then we were watching like Love Actually over the break, right? A movie I enjoy a lot, but we're watching it and it's like, you know, they're doing like the school pageant and like the one kid's the lobster or whatever. And it was that thought of like you look at that and you contextualize, oh right, like it's so crazy. That when you're a kid and you do those things, those are the biggest things in the world. All eyes are on you, right? And in reality, no one cares. They're there to support you. They they care about you. They love you. But, like, no one's talking about this pageant ever again, right? And I feel like, to a degree, that's what all these other things are. Like, don't get me wrong. If I went up on a Comic-Con stage and shit my pants or something or fell off and broke my leg, like, that's a clip that lives forever. But also, like... There are a million clips of me being a moron that live forever already, right? That wouldn't really. I, I at this point, I'm I'm me. You know who I am. I'm gonna take my shirt off, yada, you know, whatever. And so, like, for me, it's always about being up there and trying to hit the beats. Like, I, you know, every time I finish a, every time I meet, this is in the same vein but different. Stick with me. Every time I meet a kind of funny best friend, and they're like, "Oh my god, Greg Miller, I'm a big fan. Right, what do I do?" I grab your hand. I say, "I'm Greg. What's your name?" And they're like, I'm Zach. I know who you are. I'm like, pleasure me. I know who you are. And I was like, "Yeah, but like." I'm just a fucking guy, right? I'm just a dude. Like you're just a dude or a, a, a chick. or are they them? Like, what do yeah. you know what I mean? Like let's yeah, let's be humans at the end of every panel I ever get hired to host. the first thing I say when I walk and say goodbye to everybody is thank you for letting me be a part of your moment. This was your moment. I'm just up there to fucking ask questions and get you from point A to point B in the slide and whatever and tell a funny story. And if somebody's weird in the crowd, be funny, you know what I mean? Like, that's and all that is, is this, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we are the, we, 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 we kind of funny. And this isn't even an IGN thing. I, Cause I, I, I hope I give IGN enough credit for making me. Right. But we are the Kings and Queens of improv. We're legit, literally right. Like we were in a meeting yesterday for something we're trying to do and plan. And it was one of those things like, well, if it all went wrong, we would just bullshit around for what, you know what I mean? Like that's what you're getting. When you come to us, you're getting the thing where it is the garbage truck on fire, but it's also like, we'll be fine. So a live version of my ears just popped <laughs> <laughs> I've been <spent>, like <laughs> building it just popped it's like the idea of like you get out there and you have to do these things and ha- like I love that working all that and I love crowd work and I don't get And it's one of the reasons I want to do more with WWE right where I want to come out and just shit on your town you know how good I am Kansas people know and PC people know how great I am at coming out and shitting on you like I want to do that in front of a the crowd there well, that's
0: incredible that's good to know that's good to know are you ready for the second to last wing?
1: yeah all right,
0: this is the another Warhammer one. This is the Scorpion? Scorpion pepper.
1: Yeah. Psyker's scorpion pepper.
0: And this one smells fucking toxic. This one smells.
2: Smells good, just smells toxic.
1: I'll lick my lips after it. Fucked up. Um, see, it, tastes, it starts so nice. It's hard, it started nice and sweet.
2: Don't still do sweet. this to me. Don't do this to me, it's Psyker. Still sweet.
1: Oh, if I didn't have the bit on my lip, I feel like I'd be happier. <laughs> so far, so good. Not bad. So far, so good. Not bad.
0: We're feeling good. Oh. <laughs> That's the back of my throat. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, Greg. No. You, no, no, no. You swallowed that. No. Don't no good.
1: And my lips are numb.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> the back of my throat. Okay. I think that one might be a problem later on in the day. You know be, what I mean? And like and That the, one's going to be a problem. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's going to be an mean. end of show problem for sure. So talking about pen and paper, I love the idea. We weren't talking about pen and paper. That's what the <laughs> car was. Jumping read. off the yeah, exactly. It's all over the fucking place. But before we were talking about right. you writing... You left that behind. Something. How much snot's in my face? <laughs> <laughs> Something I was reminded of when I was going back and doing the research was uh-huh. the fact that you used to do comic strips when you were a kid. You used oh, to yeah. draw those. You used to actually sell those. You were written up in local newspapers. Yeah. Uh, where Where did that come from? How long did you do that for? And is there ever, can you think through maybe the alternate universe where Greg puts down the microphone and picks up a pen and is just drawing Garfield too?
1: Garfield oh too, new- Jim <laughs> Davis says it's up to you, Greg.
0: Yeah, Tell the sister. story.
1: <laughs> Where did it come from? I mean, I just love to draw. You know, I think yeah, there's so many different things in my life you can trace back to just an obsession with Superman, right, yeah. in comic books. To the point of, like, you know, like, I wanted to be a journalist. I always wanted to wear the black rimmed glasses. Like, I think that's all really embedded from Superman and, and Clark Kent and all that jazz. And so, like, I was just always doodling and drawing, and I loved comics so much from such an early age, right? I think even before I knew what a comic was, like, I love the superpowers, the cartoon, and I, I the toys, and so I'm just doodling all that stuff and wanting to tell my own stories that way. And so, yeah, then it was, like, I just was obsessed with drawing, and I didn't <laughs> love action. Like, that was the thing. I, 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 like, I would draw, try to draw comic books. And it was like, oh, man, I'd, I'd throw in a punch and doing this thing. Like, I'm drawing not... throwing a hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But then it was like, you know, when you're, I start doodling and finding my own, like, voice with the doodle and the character and my art style there, that was when I was like, oh, okay, and I could do this as a comic strip thing and, and have fun there and tell stories that way and, like, do whatever. And, like, when I start drawing, like, Frog, that's what it was, the original one. I had a character named Froggy. It was, yeah. like the least inventive thing. It's Kermit the Frog with like different pupils, but like, I, you know, I, it, it took me, uh, he took me a long way in a, a lot of different places, you know what I mean? In that, yeah, I think I was always so bored in class that I was always doodling and drawing and that would then lead to the comic strips, which then lead to me, yeah, uh, putting them all together as books and getting uh, the photocopier at the bank till they threw me out because I <laughs> had a free photocopier and selling those to my friends and doing all that and like, you know, there are, is it's an it's another interesting one of like you know when i graduate uh what do you call it junior high i guess you know i went to k through eighth in one school so it's always confusing for me when i graduated eighth grade they did like you know your senior picture which wasn't a senior picture but it was like walk around the school in plain clothes and like they'll take photos of you wherever you want and then it was your name and what you wanted if you thought your future occupation would be and mine says uh, comic book artist slash journalist. Wow. Because and I wanted comic strip. I forget why that didn't work, and they put it there. But what doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I was drawing comics to a degree anyway. I guess i don't maybe I'd get better at it. Um, and I really think, as with everything else in my life, it was just the video games that kind of derailed it, if you will. Yeah. Where it was just like, I would rather consume media and then talk about it than create media to be consumed, which of course is not true with what we do we make content that you consume and then have conversations about and stuff like that but it's just what was drawing me in and doing it and so I you know I had a it's a really interesting one because I was so I had drawn so much through grade school junior high and then went to high school and still did but wasn't like I was and then I kind of was done with it went to school for journalism and then yeah the student paper had student cartoons at the back and yeah, I applied and did uh, the adventures of Gary and Quinn, which was the adventures of Gary Pinkle, the football coach at Mizzou, and the adventures of Quinn Snyder, who was the basketball coach at Mizzou, now at the Utah Jazz, I believe, still. Is that right, Mike? Is he still is he still there? No? No, he's gone. I don't know where he is now. doesn't matter for the story. Uh, and so I drew, you know, a semester's <laughs> worth of that. Oh, wow. And, you know, I, they were like, we want to pay you. And I was like, all right, what do you need? Like your social security card. And I could never find it. So I just didn't get paid. <laughs> And so, like, my parents had gotten divorced, and like, so things just got yeah, lost in the wind or whatever. And so then it was like, I did it and I enjoyed it fine. And it was funny enough. And like, it, you know, people liked it. You know what I mean? It's not your passion. It wasn't like. But then it was, I had a chip on my shoulder that oh. I didn't get paid for that semester. And so, like, and I, 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 then I had to work at a school, I had to work at the magazine for a part of your journalism degree. And I, I thought it was a conflict, so I didn't do it. And then when I was done with that semester, I came back and did it again. But I was like, so fucking just like, I will do the bare minimum. I just want the paycheck so I can buy beer with this. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I was like, I never found that. I, I went and got a f- new card so I could get fucking paid. I'm like, there's a the goddamn card. Give me the money. That's so funny. <gasps> yeah, yeah. So funny. Do you ever
0: see yourself doodling for fun? Or anything oh, yeah. Like, that? like
1: It's been real fun with Ben. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I think uh, it, it, it had been years since I really sat down and doodled or drew anything, right? And so like now we have you know ben uh, uh loves to draw i mean it's just he's a two-year-old right so just scribble 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 yeah. but we have this giant roll of paper that we cut off a new section put it on his little baby table That's and nice. put the crayons at and so i sit there and doodle on it and draw and like they're all up on the wall now in the kitchen or whatever all these different ones and so it's like this thing of like they're his art but it's all my art and yeah, then he's yeah, like yeah, scribbled yeah. on so it's been fun to go back and do that yeah all right.
0: greg are you ready for the final wing mike is running forgot that he was oh shit he has it right there fuck so on it mike mike our sous chef thank you so much you want to you want to oh okay he's gone
1: (laughs) great and so which one is this this
0: is the last dab the uh lilith's hatred version of the last last dab uh, made with the apollo pepper so of course you know the rules put a little bit on top of
1: yeah Oh, God, it like bubbled back. When yeah, you did that. it did oh, not. Oh, God, still bubbling. Oh, my God. It's alive. Ah,
2: it's alive. So scared. Sick. Here it comes. Here it comes. That's enough. Here, you do me.
1: Equal amount to what you did yourself. Uh, Migs Navarro 15 says major props to Raj. Yes, Raj, this has been a fantastic piece of content. Why did you do I, I, that to me? I've
0: had this before and I used to put it in my food, but I'll put like the tiniest drop and it would heat up the entire food. So that's going to be
1: a fucking lot. Did you take as much as you gave me?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that.
1: Now, my question is for this. Yeah. Can I spread it around? Sure. So I can, I, yeah. I'm not wiping it off. No. Yep, you absolutely. It? Oh, you already got the game. What I want to do is I want, I just want better coverage. Somebody do like a roll. Yeah, a you do. Better. Yeah, that's, that's better. Go, sure. on, that, might, that might have been a really bad idea. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Gordon. Is there another question after this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's one <more> question.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck me.
1: Oh, no. Oh, oh Peter. no. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Take a second, everybody. No reason in particular. How are you feeling, Greg? I don't like where this is going.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: Because
1: it's just getting hotter and hotter. Yeah. We got a Chernobyl. We got a Chernobyl (laughs) in our hands. (laughs) Oh, fuck. fuck.
0: My face is red. I feel it. I feel it. I don't think I look it, but I feel it. Please, God, be careful where you put your hands. Oh, that's a great call. That's a great call. At least it was the palm. At least it was the palm. So, Greg, the last question. Mm -hmm. Less of a question. It's more of something that I asked a fan for. I asked a fan one simple question. How has Greg Miller impacted or changed your life? I don't like this either. And... I I think you'll figure out who that fan is during it, but I'll just read the entire thing. He took a chance on me. Greg could have easily ignored the kid from Ohio writing blogs about his show, constantly asking him for an interview, and bothering him on AIM in the middle of a workday to watch his new video. But he didn't. Greg and the entire podcast Beyond Crew welcomed me with open arms. They recognized my passion and took the time to include me in their world. They trusted me implicitly based on very, very little. That meant the world to me when I first talked to them 13 years ago, and it means the world to me now. He introduced me to a platform where I could share my work and ideas and the ability to connect with the most supportive community I have ever been a part of. The work that I started at that time continues to this day. I'm still programming, I'm still creating slash editing videos, and I'm still connecting with the people I love about the things that I love. And that all started with Greg and beyond. Greg has always been focused on people. And from the people that love his work to the people creating the things that he loves, he never misses the opportunity to champion others. He wants to share his passions with the world, and he wants to bring everyone along for the ride. I will always be grateful to have been a part of that ride with him. Beyond Mitchell Morgan, M-Dog.
1: and I was going to hope you let me guess it. I remember Mitchell Morgan.
0: Yeah. And I just, wanted to re- I just wanted to read that because, you know, going, talking about Greg Miller, I don't, think, I don't think you could talk about Greg Miller with talking about the impact he's had on so many people. And I just want to hear from you, your side of it for one, your reaction to that. And two, how do you kind of deal with the fact that you've influenced so many lives, right? Like you have changed so many people's lives. Do you think about that every day? Is that a once in a blue, blue moon thing? Is that something you even think about, period?
1: What a great question. I oh, want a terrible setup for you. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Because that thing's hot. Fuck. Yep. And I would have liked to have been more emotional for Mitchell. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's getting much worse. Yeah, no. Is it better for you because you talk for a while? Yeah, feels better. Fuck.
0: I also didn't finish the entire thing. Yep.
2: You're a man of his wor- Your word.
1: Mike, we're gonna eat more milk.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just bring um, the entire thing out. Yeah.
2: <sighs> so
1: to hear that's amazing. Um obviously as you were as soon as you started in in about you know, podcast me on in the apps and stuff, I knew it was Mitchell. How old is he now? Did you go into this? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It is something crazy where I'm probably out of school, talking out of school, out of church. Of like, you know, you can go back and watch the old beyonds where he's there. Like, what was it? Two, 300? Yeah. Where it was him and his dad and he's there and he's like, clearly like that scrawny just hitting puberty. Like he's growing, but he's still a kid, but he's not kind of thing. And like, we knew him so much younger than that. And I think it was, yeah, he hit me up randomly on a DM not too long ago. And I'm again out of school on it Something along the lines of like either he had a girlfriend Was graduating college or was just getting married Or some crazy like oh my god like you're a full blown Person, adult, you know So to have Mitchell's story is incredible And to still have that uh, Sentiment now Thank you so much I like that we keep bringing it out in this thing as if (laughs) As if like it had to be We don't have a sponsorship for the (laughs) milk Um, It's incredible and amazing right my teeth hurt and my heart's beating out of order for the record. That's fun. That's good. That's um, so it's incredible to get that because, again, even the check in from Mitchell on the DM, like, it's important to call out, like, Mitch, your question earlier about the audience and how are you talking about and I'm like, how social media evolved. Like, I don't talk to or see Mitchell anymore, right? Like, he's just not in it the way he was back then. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned uh, Brit, of course, but from that group, there's Javi. And I remember years and years ago, because I was still at IGN, me and Damon at a, at a bar at whatever event we were at now. You know what I mean? We landed and we are there. We were catching up and talking. And we talked about the fact that, like, oh, man, like, we have a new generation of GameScoop fans, like the blog kids we don't hear. And I remember texting Javi, and i like, this isn't a loaded question. Like, why don't you care about it? Why don't you yeah. And it was like, I still care, but, you know, I have a life and, I've, and things. Have, and, like, we got that and assumed that, but you wanted to know that, right? Like, I talk about it all the time, that, you know, what we get to do is kind of funny. And if you want to just, for the question, dial it to me, right? Is operated in a sacred space. We're part of your routine. You listen to us on the way to work. We, you, you're studying for finals. You're doing your thing. And you got a job. Yada yeah, yada. Yeah. But the thing about that is, routines get broken. Routines change. Right? Life's change. Like, we could be the biggest part of your collegiate career, but then you get a job and suddenly you don't have that free time, or you don't do the thing, and you know you don't engage the same way. And so, you know you. You wonder and think about that, the people who have moved on, not from this plane of existence, but from, you know, you don't see in the chat anymore. Or you don't get the tweet from anymore. And like, are they still doing that thing or whatever? So it's good to know it's still there. And I'm glad to know that, like, there's still an impact. Um, do I think about it? Uh, no. You know, I think. Um, I think that would be very. Um,
2: you have to. Fight the darkness with the
1: light. The darkness is so much louder. The, the amount of times, you know, you, you look at your Twitter, you do the thing, you're like, do people hate me? You know what I mean? Like, why would they say that about me? You know what I mean? Like, I've done this for how many years? Kind to be a good person? But, like, they want to throw this at me or that at me or whatever. Like, damn, that's fucked up, you know? And so, like, spoilers for my birthday this year. Uh, stick with me, it's going to sound worse than it is. Uh, We're going to throw my funeral. Uh, uh, Kathy Kelly, who's a WWE uh, backstage interviewer, who I just think is the best. uh, She put up a thing over holiday break Uh, that was, uh, you know, honoring her. I'm going to get it wrong. Sorry, Kathy. Her grandfather, I think it was, who had passed away a while ago. It wasn't recent, but she she thinks i the holidays or whatever. And she was talking about how great he is. And she showed a thing of like, look at what a goofball he was where, he made his friends give him eulogies and it's him in like a cardboard coffin because he was like, why wait for people to say the good things when you're gone? I was like, that's fucking brilliant. I, I screenshot it and I sent it to Tim and I'm like, we are doing this. That's I want to really do good. this, right? But it's still the same thing of like, everything I've ever said about commentary, right? Is true of just like, when people enjoy what you do, chances are it's, oh, that's really great. I love that video. Shut it off and put away and walk away. And so then it's just a fucking negative. And it's like, I can listen to my own advice. I can take my own advice and, and they'll be like, Oh, I don't need to listen to this. There's clearly a minority, a uh, silent minority, <laughs> not just minorities. There's <laughs> 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 a, a vocal minority that's being very vocal right now, right? So I don't have to listen to it. I know how many people support us on Patreon. I know how many people are in the chat. I know how many people are make our lives possible and watch our videos and you know, blah, 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 blah. Let alone the you know, the actual people I do care about when they do say, Oh man, you guys killed it on this or did that, or that's a great statement or you know, I mean blah, blah. blah. But it still, it wears you down, especially I feel like when you get to the uh, um, end of the day, where you are the most tired and emotional, you know what I mean? To get that thing, Yeah, exactly. Vulnerable. That's exactly the word. And so like, no, I, I think it's very hard to stop and think about a Mitchell Morgan or somebody else who I, I, I've done that. And so it's always very special when it does roll through and people mention that or tell a story that I don't even remember me, you know, doing this thing or like, Jesus Christ, I know we talked about it at October 2022 but like when you Fucking gave me the the marker And the five dollars right where it was like I fucking gave you five dollars at New York comic con For a sharpie <laughs> and, you, and you said you'd give It back to, I said you you said you would give it back to me when you Came and work for me you told yep. your mom that on the, the train Ride home and yet and like you Wrote that letter and when we hired you and you sent the five Dollars I just fucking bawled right because Like that's what you want you know what I mean but like you don't Know and again like You know What is you know I, yeah you want to know Um I don't miss often. I'm fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> <And Michelle. laughs> but you want to talk about like one of my, I think one of my, one of those things I like, and I'm like, oh, I didn't get that. I missed that. That wasn't good. I, I did. I didn't get all of that. Uh, we have cool friends with blessing uh, when he was not hired when it was during uh, up and comers week. Uh, we're doing it. And at the end of it, I was like, do you have any questions for me? Or we turned it over like that. And he said, what's it like to be Greg Miller? And I was caught so off guard by it yeah. that I, I don't forget what a shitty answer I gave. But I, the thing I would love to know from anybody is what do you think Greg Miller is? You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I, I don't, I, I don't have that. It's back to social media. It's back to me not sending that shitty tweet about the office back in the day, right? Everybody's a human being. Like, I don't go home and think, oh, I do. Like, this is awesome. This is amazing. But I'm not like, I'm the fucking shit. I'm a, like, I go home and I lay in bed and my eyes are open and I'm just like what if what if we don't make as much money and what if something did go wrong and what if this happened and then oh my god like what? what how do you sell this and what do you like you know what yeah. I mean like I'm a human being that does all of that same stuff like it's not easy street right and so like I'm out here trying to do what I think is the right thing right like you know it's a, I know i just bring out every trope in this fucking interview but like it's the I went to Catholic school for 13 years and I don't say what would Jesus do I say what would Superman do right and so like Having that in my core hopefully leads to that, where it is that I just do the thing I do, and I don't think that I'm doing the thing. I'm just doing what I do, and then it is, I touch you luckily in in a good way, and then <laughs> and you you know you send me the five dollars, and then and Mitchell's doing that, and Javi's off being successful, and Brit's killing her shit, and like even if, if I mean, I'm projecting on them, I don't know if Britt would say I've changed her life or anything, but you know what I mean, like yeah. I've just been around a long time, and I hope that I lead by example. But then it's always so fucked up when people don't get the example. Yeah. When people want to come in, like, you know, I'm not trying to turn it into a negative spot, but it's just, like, it's crazy to me that, like, you know what I mean? I told this story on uh, uh, the Games Daily um when we were dealing with the Insomniac Week, where I told the story of, like, a long time ago. Not I wasn't mad at Gary, but Gary and me were having a conversation, and I got very angry, and I started crying. And I was just, like... I don't fucking care what that those people think. Gary was like, "Well, what about this? And what what would the view from the outside be?" And I wasn't mad at Gary, but I was like, "I don't care. I've been doing this for 17 years now. If you think that I'm a horrible person, I'm not going to change your mind." Like, and I don't know how you could walk away with that interpretation, but it, the only way is not consuming the content, listening to something that's lying, doing whatever. But like it's like all these different things that are like so crazy about it. So yeah, I I don't think it, I I think I think it would put you into a I don't want to say that. I guess it's too far for me. I would worry about being put into a conceited place if I stopped and thought about all the lives I've changed. Cause like again, like I know they're out there, and I know there are those stories, and I see you know even today, like it's been such a weirdly emotional day. <clears throat> of all right, it's year nine, but then we finally had a breath to realize what that meant, and yeah. to see so many people tweeting, oh, "I would to be where I was, or I wouldn't have done this, or yada yada yada." Like that's always so special and so cool. But like I don't think about that. Yeah, when I'm podcasting, yelling at PC gamers.
0: Yeah. Well, Greg, you've conquered 10 wings. You're sur- you survived. So I you it. destroyed, I, I would say, 99% of that, all, all those wings. You're this incredible. wasn't even the
1: hottest one, for yeah. the record. No, that it was, was not like, bad at uh, all. It was think, the initial. Think, no, no, no. The one I didn't eat all the way was the ghost pepper one. Oh, that works. was the one? I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to Holy shit.
0: Well, Greg, you did it. You conquered the 10, 10 wings of death. This camera, that camera, that camera. Tell everybody about the Kind of Funny
1: membership. Hey, everybody. It's me, Greg Miller, and Kind of Funny's been here for nine years. Can you believe it? The only way we've been able to be here for nine years is because you've been good to us. So we want to be good to you. So let me tell you about the Kind of Funny membership <laughs> on patreon.com slash kind or youtube.com oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can slip us 10 bucks and get the kind of funny membership that gets you all of our shows ad free it gets you the show the podcast live as we record them and you get you get my exclusive vlog each and every day where i often cry like this uh only on patreon.com slash kind of funny and youtube.com slash kind of funny games um if you're on patreon and you want to go and support us above and beyond which you don't have to do beyond but we're always helpful thankful if you do maybe you just want to do it this month remember of course the way it usually works for fundraising it kind of funny is huge surge in january and then people knock it off as they go they don't you don't have to stick around the whole time at the big thing you know whatever but if you wanted to you could get the $25 uh support staff uh thing support subscription that's hot (laughs) <laughs> it's still hot uh, $25 would get you the kind of funny happy hour Where each and every month you Yes you could call in via discord to be on the show With us when we do an hour long uh, hangout And talk to you and, and make a podcast with you As the fifth best friend And then of course $50 you could get the premium item each and every month It's a physical good Sometimes it's a poster, sometimes it's a Christmas card This month it's a tote bag Which we're very excited about yeah, looks good. Uh, Remember of course uh, Like I said, it'd be great if you went up Uh, Just a little bit on Patreon, maybe, uh, and said, "Hey, you know what? I'll do it for this month at 25 or whatever, and then I'll go back to 10, or I'll go away and I won't be there, whatever. Whatever you need to do. Uh, Remember though, on YouTube.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames, you can gift the smaller membership. They use membership in a different way than us. There, there's a $5 one and a $10 one. The $5 one you can gift away as many as you want to people, and then that means the person who got it would get all the emotes and could upgrade for $5 of their own. So that would be super helpful if you gifted subs you want to go a little bit further.
0: That has been an episode of Kinda Hot Ones. Thank you so much for your support, everybody. And have a good one.